0: Hey there, Christina Kay here. A few years ago, I drop kicked my corporate career to pursue my true passions of writing books and helping my fellow authors do the same. And while I'm now an award-winning, best-selling author, veteran editor, and self-publishing coach to over 100 authors, once upon a time, I made all the same painful but super common mistakes that new writers make every single day. Now fast forward through all the tears, frustrations, and heartbreak, and today, I teach authors worldwide how to write their best book ever and how to launch their successful writing careers. I started the Self-Publishing Success Podcast to give you easy-to-follow, actionable advice on becoming a successful indie author by letting you eavesdrop on coaching sessions with people just like you. Each episode, I pull back the curtain. And you get to listen in as a fellow book writer shares their biggest struggle. And I coach them and you through every step they must take to overcome, to succeed, and to become their own, you guessed it, book boss. So if you're an aspiring author, or even if you've published before, but you just aren't happy with the results that you got by going it alone, you're in the right place. Let's get started, shall we? Hey there, Christina Kay here. A huge heartfelt thank you for tuning in to the Self-Publishing Success Podcast, a show dedicated to helping aspiring and struggling authors overcome their biggest challenges and successfully launch their books and their careers. I'm your host, Christina Kay. And on this week's episode, I'm chatting with best-selling indie author K.L. Moody about how she learned to master Instagram and leverage this platform to increase book sales and how you can too. But first, give me two quick minutes or less to hear from our sponsor. If you're listening to this podcast, you're likely an author or inspired author, and if that's the case and you're not using Canva.com to create all your branding and marketing materials and more, you are missing out big time. I've been using Canva for years now. And for someone who is both technically inept and well, let's just say limited in the graphic design department, I can create amazing, beautiful, on-brand graphics in a matter of minutes. Don't waste your time trying to master Photoshop or Procreate when you can use Canva's simple drag-and-drop interface and access thousands upon thousands of free images, videos, fonts, colors, elements, and more. You can even create your brand kit in there and save it so all your graphics are quickly created to match your existing aesthetic. Especially on Instagram, we know that's important. And just because you're listening to this episode, you can now get a 30-day free trial of Canva Pro, which gives you access to everything they offer, totally free. Just hit the link in the show notes now to set up your account. And hey, it's only $12 after that free trial, so you have no reason to not take advantage of this offer. Now, let's get back to this episode. Okay, we're back on the Self-Publishing Success Podcast, and I'm sitting here with the amazing indie author, Kale Moody. I first stumbled across Kay on her Instagram account, which is proof that if we authors put in the right amount of effort and put out the right kind of energy and content, you absolutely can use this platform to grow your readership, get visibility, and yes, sell your books. Kay is the author of I believe I'm getting this right. Female-driven fantasy. Okay, good. And she is here to give us her best tips on leveraging Instagram for increased book sales. But first and foremost, while things are going really well for Kay now, like most authors, the early part of her career brought about some struggles that we can all relate to, especially when it comes to leveraging social media and Instagram. So let's start at the beginning, shall we? So, hey, Kay, a heartfelt thank you and welcome to the show. And thanks for joining me for the chat today. Yeah, of course. I'm so excited to be here. Me too. I love talking social media stuff, it is so important, especially in 2023. And I know so many authors are about social media still, but it is important. And we kind of got to get with the times. But I want to start off, like I said, kind of back in the beginning. On your homepage, let's learn a little bit about you. It says that you write fantasy books with strong female leads, magical settings, and maybe a dash of romance. So tell my listeners a little bit more about the stories that we can expect when we go to get books from KL Moody.
1: All right, great. So, first off, my books are young adult, but I feel like I always have to kind of give a disclaimer there because. If you don't know, most of the people who read young adult books are adults, not young (laughs) Um, adults. We're the adults who really read it. Uh, So do teens. I mean, teens do too. So that's great. But so I love writing that age group. And Also, my books are epic fantasy. So they take place in like a secondary world and it's kind of old timey, that kind of thing. And there's lots of plots to like save the world, (laughs) those kinds of things. Love it. Lots of heroes' journeys. Yeah, yeah. Okay, gotcha. (laughs) Also, my books always have some romance, and the romance is important to the plot, but the romance is also always a subplot. It's Mm -hmm. not the main plot. So that's kind of
0: books. It's there for those who want it, but not overwhelming for those who don't.
1: Yeah, Maybe I mean, good. I feel like it's the perfect amount, but you know, it's just the amount
0: I like. This <laughs> is probably exactly right there. Yeah. <laughs> Anything else we need to know about you and your books to get us started?
1: I also write Faye. I have two different Faye series, yeah, so that, Faye, that, that Faye's like all the rage right now. So if mm-hmm. you're into that, there you go. Yes, I'm glad I ask that follow up because that it is very hot right now. Yeah.
0: All right, so give me the clip notes now on how, when, why, where, all that, that you first started writing books. And what was your experience like as a newbie author?
1: Oh, well, I first started writing books because I was bored. I don't know. I feel like this is (laughs) why I always get started doing things. But So I have a son, and I became a stay-at-home mom. Well, okay, he was born while I was in college and then somehow I managed to finish college with a newborn. Don't remember how that happened. It was crazy. But then <laughs> I suddenly <laughs> became Bye. a home mom. <laughs> and so my husband was working and I just had all this time on my hands and I had always loved writing stories. But my stories were always like 20 pages long or something. And I, I just remember being like, I could never write a book. That's too Mm -hmm. long. Like I wouldn't even know how to write that many pages. Like what else happens? This is the whole story in 20 pages, you know, but you know, I was home with my son and I only had one kid and he was a toddler by then. And so he didn't need as much attention as a newborn. And so I was just like, just started writing and writing. And I tell you what, that first book, I loved it so much. And it was so bad. I think all, <laughs> I think all authors, yeah, I it, by the way, I'm laughing
0: along with you because yeah. I think we can all relate to that.
1: Yeah. So it took me, I rewrote that same book about three times and it was probably seven or eight years later that I actually, and, and I wrote a few other books also. And so then it was probably seven or eight years later that I actually, I wrote my first book that I actually published. So I it took got a while you. to get
0: No, that's that's you know I I don't know whether to say fortunately or unfortunately. I don't think it matters, but it's very common. I think we've all experienced some degree of that same story. Yeah, get a story in our brain, and we're like, oh yeah, no, I'm going to write a book. Yeah, and then it doesn't turn out the way we really hoped it would. But we live and we learn, and we get better. As long, and the key is what what Kay did, and this is lesson number one on this show: is you didn't give up. You kept going. So. (laughs) Lesson number one. <laughs> Great advice. So it was. It was a rough start, right? When yes. Okay. All right. Well, as you know, on this episode, we're talking this week about how to use Instagram as authors, maybe even how to master it to our benefit. And you, my friend, have done that. Your account is pretty popular, with over six thousand, I believe, followers. And your feed is really pretty, by the way. It's really beautiful. It's aesthetically pleasing. But I'm going to make a guess here. Maybe I'm wrong, but I'm going to guess it didn't start out so magically. Like, is that maybe true? And how did you struggle with Instagram if you did in the beginning?
1: Okay, so first off, my Instagram was also so bad. <laughs> I mean, all the mistakes. So one thing I did, I am not a photographer by any stretch of the term. So um, I used graphics a lot in the beginning. I'd make like these quote graphics and all these things. And every image was different. There was no set theme. That's one thing that I really had to learn the hard way that people really like it when your photos and, and even if you use graphics, if, they're, mm-hmm. um, if there's like a set theme, they want to be able to see your post and be like, oh, I already know exactly who that is without having to look at the username, you know? (laughs) Yeah. So that was one thing I was really missing. I'd have like quotes from my books. And then when I did take photos, they were (laughs) terrible. (laughs) So luckily, I have a family member. She is a photographer and she's like, okay, we're going to help you get some better pictures. So she was able, I kind of tried for a little bit just doing pictures of me. And then I tried doing pictures of books and I kind of landed on books. That's what tended to do better. And she helped me get um, better pictures. And then it took me a while to figure out kind of the theme that I wanted for it. So one of the things that is very widely known about me is I love the color pink. I am all about pink. And so, uh, yeah, <laughs> you can relate, right? <laughs> and I just love it. And, you know, I was just kind of like, well, if people know this, everybody knows this about me, let's just make this my thing. So you can see on my theme in my feed, that is a very clear theme that pink is, my photos are filled with pink and then also pretty books because that's books, also yeah. what I'm all about, right? <laughs>
0: It stands out, I'll be honest with you. That stands out almost more than the pink does, just
1: the pretty
0: books. They stand out. I mean, the pink is there, don't get me wrong, because I (laughs) notice it. But the pretty books, that's at least as far back as I ended up going down a rabbit hole the other day when I was looking at your feet. I was like, these are just pretty book pictures. And you guys should definitely check it out. We'll give you that information at the end of the show. So stay with us. But to that end, we'll kind of pick up where you got into this a little bit, but let's dive in it a little more because a lot of authors, as I said at the beginning, really struggle with social media. And I think part of that is because we're naturally introverted, or at least traditionally authors have been introverted. And so especially when it comes to Instagram with the ever-changing algorithm, but here's the thing. If we're serious about building careers this day and age as published authors, then we have to kind of realize that... Social media is important, even Instagram, and that leveraging these kind of platforms can actually do wonders for our visibility and it has for you and for marketing. So you talked on this a little bit, but what was the moment like when you were like, yeah, this isn't working? <laughs> like what, what, was it something like you just noticed your engagement was low or you just visually didn't like it yourself? What made you kind of pivot there?
1: Yeah, I just, I... I think the moment was when I really started making a concerted effort to interact with other bookstagrammers. And I just kind of realized like their feed is not like my feed. And the way that they do things is not the way that I do things. And I wasn't really having much success. It was just kind of like on my to-do list. It was a thing that I had to get done. And I just kind of was like, I'm putting this effort into it, which let's be honest, it wasn't that much effort at that time, (laughs) but I, I was putting this time and stuff into it and it just wasn't yielding me results. And I just kind of started paying more attention to what other people do were doing that were successful. And I was like, I need to pivot. I need to change how I'm doing things.
0: That is exactly a moment that we can all take a lesson from, too, in that pivot and especially where you said that's a good little pin it moment where you said to look at what other people similarly position so you wouldn't look at like if you're a fantasy writer obviously you're not going to look at the crime writer of the year's feed but look at what someone who's doing something close to what you're doing books to grain books you know and what are they doing that's working that you're not doing and then plug that in. That's, that's very important. And I'm glad that you said that because that's something we can really take away from this episode. If you'll hold on one moment, we got to do that annoying mid-break sponsor thing, but we'll be right back and we're going to wrap it up with a few now what do we do kind of questions. Not sure exactly what you're doing when it comes to marketing your books on social media? That's just one of the many benefits of hiring me as your self-publishing coach. Not only do I use my 15 years of industry experience to help authors plan, develop, and write kick-ass books, I also help them plan every aspect of their successful book launch and marketing strategy. And social media, including Instagram, is a huge part of that effective marketing plan. With each client, I share with them the three major platforms they must be using now, help them set up and optimize their profiles so they're easier for readers to find, either accidentally or intentionally. and I also help them create a plan for their weekly content, including what to post, when, and how. And many of my clients have seen a massive uptick in their social media followings and engagement after working with me on this plan, not to mention massively successful book launches as a result. If you'd like to learn more about how I can help you with every aspect of self-publishing successfully, schedule a free discovery call with me now. All you have to do is hit the link in my show notes there at the bottom. And don't forget, you get a free Starbucks gift card on me just for booking the call. And listen, it's not a sales call. It's just a friendly get-to-know-one-another chat so we can see if we're a good match. Only if we are, and only if you ask me to, will I give you my short pitch. And even then, I won't ask you to decide then and there. So no pressure whatsoever. Again, just hit the link in the show notes now or visit bookbossacademy.com forward slash author underscore coaching now. Okay, we are back here with KL Moody. She is a fantasy author, an indie author who writes female-driven with a little bit of romance subplot, fantasy stories, and she has been killing it on Instagram. And before the break, we talked about maybe how it wasn't quite so killer in the beginning and how she pivoted. But now let's talk about how since then, you really have done a great job of mastering the platform, at least to better than I have, (laughs) better than you have, have. and you've learned to use it to your advantage. So give us some tips and tricks for your fellow authors listening of what you learned that you could pass along and share with other authors.
1: Yeah, great. So one thing that's kind of unique about the approach I've taken is from the beginning, I was more concerned with building relationships with bookstagrammers who could share my books than necessarily trying to build relationships with readers. And I will say that building relationships with readers is extremely important too. I don't want to make it sound like that's not important, but just where I was in the beginning, I just didn't have a lot of readers, but I knew that bookstagrammers had followers that trusted them. And so to me, I was like, if I can build a relationship with these bookstagrammers and then they can, Go and share my books that will help get me the reader. So I've always kind of taken that approach from the beginning. And now I definitely have my own readers, and it's awesome being able to use my Instagram that way. But Just because of how I've kind of structured my account, it allows me to not have to post as often, but I'm still getting lots of exposure and things because of those relationships I've built with other bookstagrammers. They're happy to. They're doing the work for you. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So um, my biggest tips are number one, building relationships, and just the way to do that is just interacting. Most people on Bookstagram, they'll have kind of a question of the day that's bookish-related. Just go on and answer that question. Go into someone's comments and answer that question. Get to know them. Honestly, it feels strange at first, but truly, when you follow a specific person and comment on every post of theirs or comment frequently on their posts, you really do get to know them, and they will get to know you, and if somebody... Takes the time to comment on your post, it can be really awesome for you to then go and comment on their post. You know, kind of share that interaction. Then you're both getting to know each other. So those comments and then like responding to stories and just liking stories, those kinds of things really make the biggest difference. That engagement. Also, as I mentioned, I have my own Bookstagram team where I just kind of get people who are Bookstagrammers who like the kind of books that I write and just get to know them and then. And I kind of have at some point, I kind of invite them to my bookstagram team and then they get goodies every time I have a new release, they get, you know, the ebook, arc and then they also get like other goodies with each release. So um, that helps me also hashtags using popular hashtags in your posts and then also using some semi-popular ones so that you're kind of getting a good mix. And then even going to those hashtags and doing that same engagement thing where you just like a bunch of posts within that hashtag or you comment on a bunch of posts within that hashtag. That's helping give you visibility so that people will come see your account and you can start building those relationships with brand new people.
0: Nailed it. That is I'm like saying so you're going uh uh-huh, uh uh-huh. I <laughs> to fall off I'm wobbling the whole time uh uh-huh, uh uh-huh. and it, I don't know if you have if you follow Gary V and the dollar eighty strategy you basically just summarized his strategy which is killer and it works which is basically following certain hashtags eight it's like something like seven, nine or ten a day and then so many within those accounts basically the principle being what you just said and you nailed it, which is that engagement and communicating, being present with your people that you want to interact with. Listen, I can tell you when I have people who are quote-unquote regular commenters, even on my feed, they stand out in my mind. I'm like, oh, you're so-and-so. Yeah, I know you're always making those great comments. It really does make a difference. So that hashtag strategy is is a really good one. And I would take it one step further and say what I was taught to was to use macro and whatever the medium thing is and, and then micro like select so like three or four big ones, three or four middle ones and then three or four little ones and alternate them not posting the same ones every day. Is that what you do? do hashtags is what you're talking about? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Not do the same group of hashtags. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Exactly.
1: I will say I that is something people say that if you use the same hashtags every day, they kind of lose effectiveness and mm-hmm. that is definitely something I've seen. So absolutely use change it up, use some different ones. <laughs> exactly.
0: Very good. What I do is I we keep a group we have like 10 groups of hashtags and we just alternate them so that we're not ever doing the same group. So you could always make a spreadsheet you being Not you, you know what you're doing, Kay, but I'm talking about what the listeners, that's one way you could do it is make several columns of hashtags and copy and paste when you need to, but definitely don't ever get to a point where you're formulaic. Like you don't want to have anything that's completely on repeat because then it's, other than your aesthetic, that should be like you said, recognizable and consistent. So just one or two more questions. So I'm guessing that once you saw, you did master Instagram, you saw maybe a change and tell me if I'm wrong, but an increase maybe or an uptick in your book sales. If that happened and it kind of hit it for you and you became a bestseller before or after that, how did Instagram change your life is what I'm getting at. Did it change your life? And if so, how? Using it properly. Let's. let's yeah. <laughs>
1: so there is kind of, I've been using, Um. I've been very happy with Instagram and how it's helped my book sales for a long time, but there was kind of like this one moment that mm-hmm. really changed everything. Okay. And it was, Um. I did a bookstagram tour for the first time and I had book two in my first, in my phase series, book two came out and I had book one was on sale for 99 cents. And so we kind of like, I had all the bookstagrammers talk about that in their post and it did amazingly well. (laughs) It did amazing and it did really give my book sales a huge boost. I was able to start running ads a lot more diligently because I had that income to pour into a little bit and then each other book release in that series got bigger and bigger. You know, each one was better. Mm. But one of the funny things that made it a lot easier Better, I guess it was a lot easier to keep up with Instagram after that because I was seeing those results. You know, I was seeing, hey, I just said on Instagram, hey, I've got this pre order, and then I just got a bunch of new pre orders. You know, I could see that correlation between what I posted Mm -hmm. and the sales that I was getting, so that was really exciting. And a weird thing, I, I don't know if this is just a personality thing, but I always feel like I'm an author that people wouldn't know. I'm not big enough. I mean, I guess I'd started where nobody knew me, but there, you know, then I would kind of start, you know, I'd go into comment on someone's post and I'd see this other comment. Oh, I love her books. And I'm like, what? And you're like, what? Nobody knows who I am, you know? Yes. <laughs> yeah, So that was,
0: that was really exciting. It's almost kind of like a head trip, isn't it? The first time that you ever see yourself... Mentioned it or in any other like third person way, it is really kind of trippy because I had the yeah. same thing happen on TikTok because that's where my jam is. Uh-huh. And like, I wasn't even paying attention once during a live, I was rambling. Imagine that! And I'm talking, talking, talking. And I look down at my the comments coming up on the feed and they're talking to each other about, Oh, yeah, I read this one book i her. Did you read it too? And it was oh, always the best book. And I'm like, Me, <laughs> I have to roll back up because it is kind of trippy, but hey, that's what we're there for. That's what we're trying to do. So pat ourselves on the back, right? Yeah. (laughs) All right. One last question. It's a two-parter, so I'm kind of cheating, but what are you working on currently that you could tell us about or want to tell us about? And then what can my listeners and your new readers can expect from you in the future?
1: Okay. Well, I'll just answer this question in two parts since it was asked in two parts. That's great. Fair, fair. Um, so first off, what I'm working on now is I'm actually doing a Kickstarter for my Fae of Bitterthorn series. That's my first Fae oh. series, my bestseller. And yeah, so I'm doing special edition hardcovers. These are like limited time special edition and it ends at the end of May. It's very exciting. I've, I've, a lot of people have been really excited about these hardcovers. So it's been amazing to see those numbers go up. So that's taking all of my focus right now. Pretty much. I'm not writing. Hey, I'm going to go somewhere because I'm
0: a big Kickstarter. Like I love Kickstarter. Oh,
1: nice. Yeah. It's been, by
0: the way, we'll do that for you for sure.
1: Oh, great. Great. (laughs) Yeah, so I don't know. We're so also grateful to Brandon Sanderson for putting and it I'm on the map, happy. right? Yeah. <laughs> we're like half grateful and half like, did you have to go
0: break the Kickstarter record? I mean, we can't live <laughs> up to that, right? <laughs> but yes, I know. He did kind of open the door for office. Yes, yes. So I'm very excited. So that's about- what we're going to look for currently that you're working on is your Faye series on <laughs> Kickstarter. But okay,
1: and what's up next for? And then upcoming, I have book four in my Faye and Crystal Thorns series. So that's a spinoff of my original Faye series. And that will be coming out in January. So once my Kickstarter is all finished with, I'll be writing that book and getting it ready to go.
0: Yay. Well, like I said, we'll be sure to put that in there. And I'm going to give you the mic one last time. And I want you to tell us exactly where we can find you, follow you, buy your books, whatever it is you want us to know, go ahead and give it up to us now. And I will be sure to add all the perfect links in the show notes.
1: Awesome. So on social media, my username is always just KL Booty. So K-A-Y-L-M-O-O-D-Y. Yeah. Very (laughs) self-explanatory. But I also have a website, klmoody.com, and I also have a store where you can purchase my books, and that is martinpressbooks.com, and you can get eBooks and print books from there, and the print books also have some fully colored interior illustrations, so that's kind of fun that you can't get those anywhere else, only from my store. And then, yeah, on the Kickstarter, I guess just if you just search The Fae of Bitter Thorn, you should be able to find it, so... A of Bitter Thorn, right? Yes.
0: Fae, the way it's supposed to be
1: spelled, right? Yeah, that Fae. like, why
0: is that spelled? <laughs> but I got you. Just making sure everyone knows. Okay. Well, thank you so much. We're going to take one last really quick sponsor role, and then we're going to wrap it up, and we'll be right back to say goodbye for the day. Don't put all your marketing eggs in one basket. If you've done your homework on the current trends in social media marketing as you should be, you know that you should be posting your content on more than just one platform. But the downside of this strategy is that it can take a lot of time to recreate your content so that it fits multiple platforms. And as authors, we already have enough on our plates, don't we? Well that's where repurpose.io comes in. This amazing, intuitive online tool allows you to not only post across multiple social media accounts at once, it instantly resizes your content to fit each one appropriately. Just create one graphic or one video, upload it to your account where your social media platforms are already linked, and hit a little button and repurpose.io will recreate the content in all the right sizes and post it for you just in a matter of seconds. And of course, for listening to this episode, you get a free trial. Hit the link in the show notes near the bottom to access and start your free 14 day trial of repurpose.io. Well, thank you so much to this week's guest host, K.L. Moody. Be sure to follow her and check out those links that I have now dropped in the show notes, including where you can find her books, her backlist and current and upcoming releases, as well as this Kickstarter thing that I'm super excited about. And that's a wrap for this episode of the Self Publishing Podcast. Be sure to follow this show, share it with your author friends, and most importantly, wherever possible, leave us a rating and a review. Your support will help this podcast and me continue teaching, helping, and supporting authors around the world how to successfully launch their books and their writing careers by becoming their own book boss. Find and follow me everywhere on social media, except Twitter, of course, at BookBossOfficial. And be sure to check out our website at BookBossAcademy.com to learn more about this podcast, as well as my author coaching and book editing services. Finally, shop for author templates, tutorials, and fun bookish apparel, stickers, and more at Etsy.com forward slash shop forward slash BookBossAcademy. Okay, folks, that's a wrap on this week's episode of the Self-Publishing Success Podcast. Thanks again to this week's amazing guest host, and be sure to follow them on their social media accounts, subscribe to their newsletter, and keep an eye out for their books. As always, thanks to our sponsors for making this show possible. This podcast is brought to you by Book Boss Academy, and your host is yours truly, author, coach, and book editor, Christina Kay. You can learn more about Book Boss Academy, my services, and my helpful resources for authors by visiting bookbossacademy.com. There, you can also find previous seasons and episodes of this podcast, access the show notes, and read our transcripts. And don't forget to follow me on Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, and TikTok at Book Boss Academy. For daily free tips, tricks, and advice on writing your best book, self-publishing it successfully, and becoming your own book boss. I follow back and I answer all comments and messages within 24 hours. Last but not least, please be a dear and hit that subscribe button. Show us some love and make it easier to find our show and get notifications when new episodes drop each week. Until next week, later, love you, bye.